Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast. My name is Steve Cullum, and I'm going to be your host for the next few minutes as we have another great conversation with another amazing youth minister. Today is David Wood. He's the junior high director at Shelter Cove Community Church in Modesto, California, and some have been known to call David uh, kind of a, a warlock or a wizard, especially around the download youth ministry world. And if you were at DYM100 this last year, you know exactly why. And uh, if you don't know anything about David, make sure you do head over to download youth ministry, look up his name, and especially some countdown videos, and you'll know exactly why they call him a wizard or a warlock. But the cool thing about David, beyond the magic and the illusion stuff, is that David has a great story of, of God's faithfulness. And I think it's going to hit some. It's going to hit home for a lot uh, of you listeners today, because I know a lot of you have been in similar positions, or maybe you're in a position that that David has been in for a long time. Just not sure what God is doing next. Pretty certain that God is calling you into student ministry, but maybe just waiting for that door to open. And that was David for a long time. And I'm, I'm so excited for you to hear his story and what God has taught him through the years. But before we jump into that, I do want to thank our sponsors because they make this show happen. And in connection with you, the listener, the sponsors are what also make this show happen. So first of all, let's thank WorkCamp N-E, W-O-R-K-C-A-M-P-N-E.com. If you're looking for a mission trip opportunity for your students right here in the United States, make sure you check them out. I've been on several trips with them in the past. An excellent opportunity for students to to go in and, and serve those those the needy people who who just maybe the the elderly the the underprivileged that just need some work on their homes, and it's a great opportunity for them to go out and serve, but also to connect with other youth groups and stuff. So it's it's a great opportunity. Make sure you check it out, W-O-R-K-C-A-M-P-N-E.com. And our other combined sponsorship between the National Network of Youth Ministries and their website is youthworkers.net and Reach Youth New England at reachyouthne.com. Both of these organizations, as you've heard me say before, are all about connecting youth workers together. So maybe you're out there doing youth ministry and maybe feeling like, man, I wish I had other people in my life to to encourage me and comfort me and pray for me and, and do this together. That's what both of these organizations are all about. So if you feel like you're lone wolfing it, make sure you check out National Network of Youth Ministries website at youthworkers.net. But specifically, if you're in New England, check out reachyouthne.com for Reach Youth New England. Now, something else I want to tell you is that next month in February 2018, I'm heading down to Atlanta for the Youth Ministry Leadership Exchange. This is a first-time conference that Orange Download Youth Ministry that I talked about earlier and the Fuller Youth Institute is putting on, and I'm really excited about it. So if you've not signed up yet, make sure you get on it right away. But if you have have signed up and you're going to be down there, make sure you let me know. I would love to meet up with you and and, hear what you think about the podcast in person, but maybe you can't make it. That's okay. Contact me on on Twitter at Steve Cullum, or you can actually follow the, the student ministry podcast itself on Twitter at StuMenPod. We're also on Facebook. And make sure you also leave a review. If you like what you hear, leave a review on one of those podcatchers out there like iTunes or Podbean and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio and Google Play, all those different ways that you can leave a, a positive comment if you like what you hear. That'd be awesome. And make sure you share it with other people. And uh, with that being said, let's dive into this conversation because I know you're going to enjoy it. You're going to grow. You're going to see what God's been doing in David's life. And uh, we're going to jump into it. So here's David Wood. All right. Thanks so much for joining us today, David. 
Yeah, no problem. Glad to be here. Yeah, this is great. Um, so I know a little bit about you. I uh, had an opportunity to spend a, a week with you back in September, um, or just a few days, actually. I felt like a week, uh, but uh, <laughs> back at DYM 100. So um, for those out there that have not uh, have never heard of David Wood, uh, tell us a little about yourself and, and especially your story. Feel free to kind of dive into what's God been doing in your life to, to bring you to the point where you are today. Yeah, gosh, man, that's a that's a loaded question. So, um, so currently, uh, I'm a youth pastor out in Modesto, California. Uh, works really only with junior hires right now. Um, our church is kind of in a weird transition time where our high school pastor is moving on to be our teaching pastor of the church, and so I'm kind of adopted the high school as well and running the program with both together and. Um, it's been a blast, and it's been a, a huge learning curve for me to be able to program for both of them. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I am now. But as far as where I come from, how I got to where I'm at, it's um, it's a long story. Um, and do we have like a week to uh, talk about? Sure. Yeah, this would be the longest okay. podcast, but we're good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> we'll just release it in like 20 parts. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Um, so. I, I felt I'm 31 now, um, and I felt called into ministry when I was like 17. So I, I felt really strongly that God was going to put me in ministry um, right out of high school that I was going to do. And then it, very specifically, I heard that I was going to do big things. I had no idea what that meant. And honestly, I still don't. Um, so <laughs> we'll see. I don't know where that's going to lead. But um so 17, I got started working with junior hires. My youth pastor at the time took me under his wing and, and really showed me um, how to do it, how to lead a program, how to speak, how to interact with students. And um, really just by his mentorship, everything that I am is given to me from God, but he has taught me everything about youth ministry that I know. Um, so I owe that to him. And, and for me, that's encouraging to know, like, we as youth pastors all can be that for yeah. the next generation of youth pastors. Um, so I, I love that. Um, yeah, so I, I got my first youth uh, director job right out of high school. I was going to college. Um, I had a college in Southern California, Riverside, Cal Baptist. Um, there may be people here, but maybe not. No. Um, so Cal Baptist, I went there, um, and I was awful. College was bad for me. It didn't go well. Um, but that first job went well. I was there for about eight months and then I kind of messed up. I kind of fell into some stuff that I shouldn't have. Um, and, um, I, I was asked to leave and, uh, and it was, it was a rough time. I was married or I wasn't married. I was engaged to my, my wife and, uh, engaged to the lady who would later become my wife. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and yeah, it was just really rough. So I, I was, you know, expecting just it to be this smooth process of becoming a youth pastor and just, you know, being, um, by now like established, to you know, who I was in youth ministry and, and doing, be doing those big things already. Um, 
And then I went through a period of my life where I wasn't in youth ministry, or at least I wasn't at a job. I was volunteering at, at my dad's church for a while, and um, and then I joined the military, and I was off in the Air Force living in Hawaii and living in North Carolina and doing um, doing great work, you know, but not necessarily ministry work. Um, it, it wasn't where I felt like God was calling me. And um, so... Yeah, just fast forward. And that was a period probably of like seven or eight years where I just was waiting and like very frustrated and like, all right, God, I know that you want me to be a minister. I know that you want me to do this, but I, I, I'm being obedient. Like what's happening? Yeah. You know, this isn't going the way that I wanted it to go. And then, um, and uh, so I get out of the military and through this, through this all, you know, I used to, I did illusions. I did some magic tricks and, um, and I got out of the military and I think now's the time I go back to school. I go and get my degree. And while I'm doing that, I start doing magic full time, uh, did shows at churches at universities and all around the country and stuff. And that was a blast. I loved it. I did it for about three years and Mm that was a ministry that was, I was able to work with student ministries and, and I really felt like that was the thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then God said, no, not yet. Um, <laughs> so, so things were going really well with the illusion business and everything. And then, uh, the Lord asked my wife and I to go to Belize to be missionaries. Um, and we spent about what we were anticipating was going to be like the rest of our lives in Belize it ended up being three months. Um, okay. And and then we got back after three months, and we felt very clearly that God just said, no, it's not, that's not what I have for you. I wanted you there at the time, but now I have something different. And um, said, okay. And I, I heard very specifically that he was going to give me a, a youth pastor job. I said, okay, I have no experience, and I have three kids, so someone's going to need to take a chance on me because <laughs> this isn't going to go well. Um, <laughs> Um, and then it happened. I got this call from the church here in Modesto and, um, and the whole process, the interview process took, um, took like a month and a half and I was, uh, moved up there with my family in a matter of like two and a half months. Um, and I've been here now for a year and nine months and I love it. This is, it is, um, perfect for me. It's, it's a great place and, and God is good. And through all of it, I've seen how God has taken all those things that I didn't really think were good and things that I didn't think were useful and he's using it, you know, That's he's awesome. able to take all of my experiences and, and use it here. And so it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I couldn't have asked for a better place. That's really cool. I think it's so interesting and, and to hear the different pieces of your story about like you thought this was going to be it and then it wasn't. This thought it was going to be it. And then now God seemed to use all those different pieces together um, for the real purpose, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing how God does that. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm sure you'd be able to, to relate to a lot of students who are probably maybe going through similar things. They're like, I don't really know what God's up to. And you're like, neither did I for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely. That's, that's huge. I mean, especially like seniors when they're just about to graduate, that's like, that's the question. That's all they ask. Like, what am I going to do with my life? I have to have it figured out. I say, I didn't figure it out until I was 31. So you're, you're in good, you're in good company. There you go. (laughs) Cool. So you've been in it about a year and a half. Is that what you said? Your current ministry? Yeah. 
little bit over that, but yeah. Okay. And, you know, knowing things have changed a little bit with middle school, high school and everything, what's, uh, it, if you could just kind of paint out a little picture of what's, what do things look like on a, on a regular week for, for you and what your ministry really looks like there at the church? Yeah. So, uh, like I said, so I recently took over running the program for high school and junior high. Um, and, and I have just fallen in love with, um, working with a team. Um, so, so the high, the former high school guy now teaching pastor, he, he still helps me out. Um, we just hired a, a part-time student ministries worship leader to come in. Um, so the three of us, we sit down at the beginning of each week and we say, okay, what do we want our Tuesday night to look like? And, and we, we basically working together, we plan out the whole night, how the transitions are going to go, how everything is going to happen. And, and, um, I've seen that God has taken that team that we've built and he just is, is using that to make it better than any of us could have done individually. Mm. Um, For a long time, you know, the first year that I, first year and a half, probably that I was at the church, um, we did it by ourselves. We did our weekend program. It was just us. And I'm sure that a lot of the listeners can relate to that, but yeah, we did it just us. But when we were able to, pool our resources and, and bounce ideas off each other and, and really just make it about a team. Like we have noticed, uh, a huge, not necessarily boost in numbers. Our high school group has actually declined, um, that, but just the quality of the production, the quality of our service and, and even the content, the worship, like it's just all better. Hmm. It's better than it was. So, um, that's that's something that, that has been on my mind. I love working together with people to make things better. Um, uh, that's that's pretty great. Um, then, as far as like a normal day, like I, I do the weekend services by myself. So I, I typically I, I take care of that. Um, we we kind of do the typical format. We'll play a, a game together. We'll do a little bit of worship together, and then some teaching. Um, that's what our weekend services look like. And typically we'll go like 15 minutes of free time, hangout fellowship right in the beginning. Um, I used to not do that. I used to start right when the service started. Yeah. And then I realized I'm, I'm making announcements. I'm halfway through the announcements and kids are still walking in and it's like, Oh, well you don't know. So now I have to start over. So, right. uh, so that was that was so I just started pushing it back about 15 minutes and then we'll play about 20 minutes of games, 10 minutes of worship and the rest of the time like just kind of announcements and teaching and then a little bit of time left over at the end. Okay. Um so that's our that's our weekend services um you know just being able to get out and spend time with students at school or after school getting coffee or getting we have shaved ice people in our in our hometown so that's fun um yeah just you know relational ministry stuff yeah um, very important cool so your programs uh i think you said this before they're middle school and high school combined on tuesday nights. on tuesday nights okay Tuesday nights, yeah. The weekend, junior high is separate. Um, high school actually just meets in the big, big church. Um, okay. um, but yeah, Tuesday nights are program. That's our small group time. Okay. So we have um, time of games, time of uh, worship, and then a small like 10, 15 minute teaching. And then we break for like 45 minutes of small groups. Okay, cool. 
cool. And I know that you, you got to perform a little bit for us the last time we were at DYM. Uh, does, <laughs> does that work its way into a, a regular part of your ministry, or is that just kind of something you you kind of still do on the side, or how's that how's that work since it was part of your life for like three years there? Yeah, <laughs> I you know I I wanted to be a part of my life definitely. Like I still I actually I'm since DYM I have I have I'm going to be traveling around doing some more shows for the, some of the churches that have been there and that people are bringing me out. So that's fun. That's exciting. Um, but then as far as in my ministry, um, you know, I, I have a tendency to just want to show people magic tricks all the time. So (laughs) like, and and what I've done in the past is when I've worked, when I was in the air force reserves, I like the first weekend that we worked, we just spent the weekend doing magic tricks. So, um, yeah, but then I didn't have any tricks to show. Like I was it. I was all, <laughs> used them all up. <laughs> yeah, they're like, show us a trick. I'm like, you just have seen everything like four times already. So, um, so I'm trying not to do that with student ministry because that that's what I want to do. So I I try to bring them out the cards out like on special occasions or um, if I learn a new trick, I'll, I'll bust out the deck and and show them something. Um, so yeah, do that. I I have done shows and stuff for my for my group and and like on special events or whatever. Um, I have a mentor who's way better than me, and I've tried to bring him out just to be like, see, this is what a real magician looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but I and it's but it's great, especially when new kids come in, you know, just to break the ice to yeah. to get them um, the walls kind of tear down a little bit. Um, definitely use it for that and i i just do a couple for them right right in the beginning and it really it helps connect pretty well yeah i think it's it's so important i think whatever that is like if you have a hobby that you can connect with those students on that way and and help you know like you said tear down the walls there the very beginning and just kind of break it down so you can really relate to them that's that's awesome so yeah yeah one of the things my uh my father-in-law has actually been dabbling in in magic and illusion for a long time but now that he's nearing retirement he started doing a lot more and he actually performs for his little tiny rural church as well and he kind of like ties it into a bible lesson and everything and he'll tell us you know how he related all together i'm like man if you get really good i might bring you out and you can perform for our students <laughs> it'd be great nice. <laughs> so you guys can like, do a duo act or something <laughs> yeah that's great. That's, That's cool. Really cool. I'm sure you've learned a lot through the years. Like God's taught you a lot. Um, but if you were to to go back in time, I like asking the, the question this way. Um, if you were to go back in time and and say like ten years or whatever, and you know you're preparing for ministry and you didn't even know all these different things that you've learned over the years, but now if if it was possible to go and back in a time machine, what were some things that you've learned? for ministry, but also in life that you would like, you would tell yourself, uh, David of 10 years ago or so. Yeah. Um, gosh, I, (laughs) so much, so much, all of stuff. Um, I think first just patience, Mm. um, you know, like for me, my story is all about waiting on God and, and trusting God that he's faithful to do what he says he's going to do. And, um, and just to be patient and it doesn't look like what you expect it's going to look like. Um, that's for me, that, that was huge. Just realizing that, you know, I can trust God because he's good and I can trust him that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. And, and the things that the desires and, and the calling that he has in my life, even though it feels like I'm wasting time doing other things, 
um, he's going to use those things to accomplish that calling and accomplish that mission that he has for me. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that, that was great for me. Um, another thing I would say, uh, I, I had a conversation with my lead pastor probably six months ago. I just was kind of like, am I accomplishing anything? Is (laughs) anything getting through these kids? It's like the, it just feels like sometimes you just talking about, you know, and they're just like bouncing off the wall and going in one ear and out the other. And it's like, am I doing anything? But then I I came across this passage in Isaiah. It said, I wrote it down. I'm going to look at it. Um, It said, I have made and I will bear, I will carry and I will save. Hmm. For me, it was, he's talking about idols, um, how other idols weigh you down and they have to, you have to work hard to, um, to carry them. But he's saying, I've made it. I'm going to bear it. I will do it. I'll save you. And, and for me, it was God just saying, Hey, like I've put you in this place and I'm going to carry this burden for you. You don't have to save the kids. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do, you just have to be my mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. You just have to be there, show up, and and it doesn't return void. It it goes out and they hear it and, and it might not feel like it sometimes, but they're gonna do it because I'm the one doing the work. Yeah. It's, it has nothing to do with me, right? With, with God, with with David, it has everything to do with God, and and that's that's reassuring because yeah. like because when you know that if you're doing what God's asking you to do that he's gonna you're gonna win you know you can't fail yeah um maybe not win that's that's not necessarily the right word i i think i think we confuse success and winning a lot of times that was another Mm. thing that learned um i think success we associate with winning and failure we associate with losing and and it, it doesn't always work like that yeah just knowing that god is god has got it god's gonna take care of it yeah that's that's so that's so true. I think that's the patience thing and and just trusting him. I mean, <laughs> that, that's so big because I think even last night, um, my our, our, I'm in a small group with some other adults and we're going through a rooted study, and we mm-hmm. got to the evangelism week and we're talking about that and and one of the lines in there was just the importance of of realizing that it's it's in God's hands that we're not going to save anybody. It's yeah. it's up to him, and uh, as long as we're doing what we're called to do, he's going to take care of the rest. And it's really important to remember that because I'm not the savior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not because that's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> yeah, I'd make a poor savior. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So, uh, anything else you'd like to share with the with the podcast listeners at all? You know, I'm I'm honestly I'm honored to even be invited on this. So thanks for having me and and. I just, I love, you know, all of the different communities that are out there where we can come together as youth ministries, all the podcasts and what you're doing and, um, you know, what you are doing specifically, Steve, like this type of thing, we need this. We need to know that we're together fighting this battle. Like this is a war and and we're going in it together. and, And it's great to know that there's other youth pastors out there who are, fighting for the souls of our teenagers and um so thank you guys for what you're doing thank you for for loving your kids the way you do thank you for taking the time to listen to this and um i you know i don't know what i'm talking about most of the time but (laughs) 
Um, hopefully, you know, hopefully you can get something out of it that God will get something out of it for you. And, um, just, yeah, keep going. Cause what you're doing is, is good. What you're doing is, is changing lives and that's great. Yeah. It's, it's such an encouraging word as well. I think so many times we need that encouragement to know, you know, we're in this together and, and together God's going to use us to, to reach some teenagers and he's going to take care of the rest. And it's yeah. a, it's an incredible ride for sure. So Definitely. let's say, uh, I'm sure not, not let's say it, it's inevitable. People are going to want to hear more from you and they're going to want to contact you, maybe even book you or something like that. Uh, what's the best yeah. way for people to get in touch with you? Um, well, you can send me an email. Um, you can reach me at dwood at in the cove.com. Um, that's good. Am I allowed to give out my phone number on this thing? Uh, if you want to, uh, it, that's completely up to you. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you can send me an email. Um, you can call me. My number is 909-213-9595. Um, yeah, I, I do shows for churches. So, I mean, if, if, I don't know if I can do this either, but I'm going to sure. do it. Yeah. This uh, is your time to plug whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, you can bring me out. I, I would love to work with you and I'd love to, to do things. I'm, I'm going to Iowa this weekend to speak at a high school retreat and, um, looking forward to that. So speaking, um, doing magic shows, I just want to, I just want to let people know about Jesus, let them know what he's done in my life and, and, uh, what he can do in their lives. Awesome. Awesome. Well, man, thank you so much for being on today, David, and uh, God bless your ministry. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Man, wasn't that a great conversation? I, I, I just hope that some of you out there who are in similar positions as David and you're wondering, man, what is God going to do in my life? I know I'm supposed to be working in student ministry, but he just hasn't opened any doors yet. And I'm, I'm just kind of curious at what's going on. And sometimes you may even be frustrated. And I just want you to find hope and, and, and encouragement from what David talked about today and, and what God has done through his life. And uh, and know that I am praying for you. I, I seriously am. And, and, I, and I'm praying that, that God will comfort you and show you what the next step is for you to just reach out and and just grab every opportunity that he gives you to make a difference in someone else's life, specifically teenagers and families. Um, and I just, I just applaud you guys for what you do. And uh, thanks for partnering all around the world in what we do for God's kingdom, specifically for teenagers and families. And uh, it's it's awesome to to do this together with you. And uh, with that, I also want to just thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for tuning in month after month. Maybe some of you guys are new, and, and I'm so excited that you've, you've joined in the listening family. But uh, for those of you who have been listening for a while now, thank you so much for, for what you guys do um, and sharing. And, and leaving comments and, and just getting the word out there. But most of all, for listening to these awesome stories. And then and I trust that you're also praying for these these men and women who are doing great work for God and his kingdom. So thank you so much. Uh, again, if you have not followed uh, me, you feel free to do so on Twitter at Steve Cullum. And you can also follow the Student Ministry Podcast at Pod. That's S-T-U-M-I-N-P-O-D on Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook as well. Just search for the Student Ministry Podcast by Steve Cullum. And you can find us. Make sure you also uh, subscribe. That way you can get the new podcast every time it's it's released. And uh, also, if you like what you hear, please do me a favor. 
leave a positive review. Um, that is huge for how other people can follow this and, and find it. So make sure you leave that review. I would be very, very grateful for that. And uh, one more last time, I, I want to thank our, our sponsors because they're awesome. So check out WorkCampNE, their website, W-O-R-K-C-A-M-P-N-E.com. And that would be awesome for you to just check out their website and, and sign up. Ask for more information. At the very least, ask for more information about their camps. Also, National Network of Youth Ministries and Reach Youth New England, thank you so much for continuing to sponsor this podcast. It's a combined sponsorship. If you're looking to connect with other youth workers, make sure you check out youthworkers.net for the National Network of Youth Ministries and reachyouthne.com for Reach Youth New England. Man, if you're doing this alone, you need to connect with other youth workers. That's where you can go to find others in your area. And because uh, just we're better together. That's what it's all about. Thank you once again for tuning in and thank you for all you do for students, for families, and may God bless your ministry. Mm